The Olympic Channel podcast is brought to you by Bridgestone, worldwide Olympic partner and founding partner of the Olympic Channel, inspiring you to chase your dream. Olympic Channel podcast. My name is Ed Knowles, and this is the official Olympic Channel podcast. The first women's boxing final in Olympic history is about to take place. It was a fitting welcome to an Olympic first. The London 2012 crowd roared for Nicola Adams as she became the first ever female Olympic boxing champion. She defended that Olympic title at Rio before embarking on an undefeated professional career. We thought we would catch up with Nicola and relive some of those magical Olympic moments. Olympic Channel podcast. Nicola Adams, world champion, double Olympic champion in boxing. How are you? You all right? Yeah, very good, very good. I take any excuse to watch um, Olympic archive, but... When I get the chance to watch London 2012 archive, the atmosphere. It was unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, wow. They said the noise was the same amount of noise as a jumbo jet taking off. I remember just listening to the crowd. They were, they were cheering so loudly. You, you couldn't like block it out even if you tried. I was walking down, waving to the crowd, enjoying myself, smiling, laughing. Oh, I was I was loving life. I got right up to the ring, uh, saw my, my opponent, Ren Kan Kan. I was like, right, this is it. I've, I've got my tactics. I know what I'm going to do. Be fast, be first and look good, of course. That's the, that's the main point. <laughs> Have to look good when you win, right? How were you feeling after that first round? Oh, I was feeling really good. Um, I was boxing away. I, I felt sharp, felt excited. It went into the, the second round and I was That's like... That's what I was going to say, the second right, round. Yeah, yeah. You absolutely come out flying. Yeah, I did, I did. I, I came, came out punching away and I was like, oh, I'm doing really good here. And then I was like, right, bang. <laughs> Got her, she drops on the floor, crowd goes absolutely wild. I'm like, yes! <laughs> and then I, I look round and she gets up and I'm like, God, all right, all right, calm down, Nick, calm down. <laughs> She's still here. <laughs> There's still work to be done. And yeah, I went back to the corner. They were like, that was great, that was great, amazing. Just keep doing, just keep doing the same thing. You're doing well. And went, went through to the third and the fourth round and, and that was it. The bell went and I knew I'd won. Um, I, I even threw in a little Ali shuffle as well at the end of the fourth round. I was like, yeah, I'm going to try and get away with this. Why not? <laughs> I was just loving every minute of it. And now the celebrations begin in earnest because there is no doubt in that blue corner, in the Great Britain corner, that Nicola Adams has just made history. How was that feeling when you 
your hand gets raised. Oh, unbelievable! I just remember, I just remember thinking to myself, all the years of of hard work, the 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 knock the knockbacks, you know, from women's boxing not even being an Olympic sport to to it being an Olympic sport and and making history as well. I it, I was just over overwhelmed, and then. I got out of the ring for the interview and I had like the underst- understatement of the year. They're like, oh my God, Nicola Adams, you know, you've just made history. You're the first ever woman to win an Olympic gold medal. How do you feel? And I'm like, yeah, made my day. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I, I, I watched that back the other day and I was like, wow. <laughs> of all the things I, I could have said. <laughs> Please stand for the national anthem of When the anthem rings out in a mad atmosphere like that, it must just get you. It's, it's, is there anything better than that? Like having a gold medal, being the first, and hearing that national anthem singing along with everybody else. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't get better than that. I mean, just I just remember just getting flashbacks to all the, the, hard, the hard training, the runs, the injuries. All the girls that are going to come after me and be able to go to the games now and I was just being on the podium having the medal put around my neck and I was just like yes that's this is it I've done it compared to London how did you find walking out and doing the ring walk in Rio it was very different um the we still had a lot of um a huge huge support from the UK a lot of people came over which was which was really nice it was really good really helped lift the uh, um the atmosphere but this time in the ring walk it was a little bit more serious for me because i was going in reigning reigning number 1 you know world champion european champion commonwealth games champion and an olympic champion as well so it was uh, i had a big a huge target on my back and i found that every time i stepped into a tournament from after i'd won in 2012 it was like the average boxer would in, increase in would increase in ability, you know, ten ten times better than what they were um, before. Just because if you if you you know if you if you beat me, it's like wow, I've just beaten the the Olympic champion. And if you lose, it's like well, I just lost to a champion, so they've got nothing to lose and everything to gain. So I had to really go in there very very focused and uh, and ready to perform. And I remember thinking to myself, I've come this far now. This is the last fight. All I have to do, like all I have to do, <laughs> all you have to do is just get in the ring and win, right? <laughs> Sarah Oramoon of France, um, she was your opponent in the final. I'd beaten, beaten Sarah five or six times already. Going into the finals, I was very confident, knew what I needed to do. I step out for the, for the first round, we're boxing away and I'm like, ooh. Wow, she's you know she's working real hard today. Okay, I'm gonna have to get this under get this under control and you know boxing, moving around. And I found out after why she was fighting so hard, and it was because um, the the French team, whoever gets whenever you get a gold medal, um, whichever sport you get, you get like a sixty sixty thousand euro. Um, bonus so i was like geez no wonder she was fighting so hard the winner 
by unanimous decision in the red corner. The the reason was I wanted to I'd never had after after 2012 I'd never had um uh, world world championships gold medal I'd had three silvers so I wanted the gold so I wanted to um, stay amateur to get that as well as become um, the first female boxer to win the Commonwealth Games and then I was like well you know what I've come this far why don't I just get the the double just Olympic one as well on my way yeah <laughs> <laughs> Nicola turned professional and beat everyone who was put in front of her. In May 2018, there was a big fight against Soledad del Valle Frias of Argentina. It was a huge event and it was to be fought at the home of the football club of Nicola's hometown, Leeds United. But a few things didn't go to plan before the big event. Well, a little bit before that, I found out that my mum had um, been diagnosed with breast cancer so it was a it was a emotional time I t took a little bit of time out before that and my mum um, said to me no I want you to um, keep on fighting keep on training um, she said that's you know that's what would make me the the happiest so I was like okay I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go do that I'm gonna go in the ring and I'm gonna um, in Leeds hometown Ellen Road I was like yeah I'm gonna put on a really really big performance and I remember getting in the ring and I, I was so ready I was so ready and I uh, I stopped her with a body shot in the in the first round I, I was really I was really pleased with that shot you know when you just well you won't know but you you just connect to just ah. the photo is great the yeah, light yeah. That, that you've got there because you've got the full footy stadium full of people. Oh, that, it was unbelievable. Shot. The the crowd, the I mean the oh man, standing ovation when I was going into the ring. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's so good. And your your mum is super important to you. She yeah, was the she reason is. that you got into boxing in the first place albeit a little bit by accident because it was a, an aerobics class or yeah, something that yeah. missed, wasn't it? That that happened. But she was there it's my understanding she was there at pretty much every fight, so it would yeah, have been she was, yeah. very, very difficult to deal with if 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 she hadn't been there. Yeah, it would, it would, it would. She's been pretty much my inspiration my my whole life. She's been my biggest fan. Um, she's given me the the motivation and the drive to to be able to do what I what I do today. So, I, I shout out to my mum. It wasn't just that; it was your coach that that who was ill at the time you had to switch coaches yeah right? I did yeah yeah and you also oh, yeah, I forgot about that but, yeah and you'd split up with your partner who was yeah. like relatively long term as well yeah so you, yeah. you it was all going on <laughs> it was, it was I, I thought that that was like a, a bit of a an interesting moment because you've achieved so much yeah well, how was your mind in that yeah, it was like it was a it was a surreal moment. My my coach as well when it when when he got sick, he was um, in a diabetic coma. So at the time, there was me, um, Amir Khan in the gym. So he was training Amir Khan as well, and a couple of the other boxers. And um, we just we we had to find um, other coaches to to train with, and, and that's when I I, I met. Um, Nanito Donner, um, who took me on, um, unbelievable, unbelievable coach. I mean, wow, really, we really worked on the the power punches and the body shots, and it, it really, it, you could really see see the difference when I got in the ring, and and that's what I landed the the big big body shot that that took her out. But I think um, I just have. 
I guess I just have a really very strong mindset and um, I'm very determined as well. So um, whatever whatever gets put in front of me, any problems, I always find a find a way around it. I guess it's just how bad you want it, you know. Um, everybody everybody always talks about you know like oh yeah I want you know I want to I want to do this I want to be in the uh, flying on the private jets you know and you see all the celebrities and stuff but you go have that hard work and that determination that that goes with it you know are you are you prepared to be getting up in the morning and and running in the rain you know you've got to have that have that drive do you think that that you were obsessed with winning i've heard you say before like love winning yeah and i'm the same that's like i can't stand losing yeah yeah um do you think that's an important factor to have as well in boxing in general yeah definitely it's it's all about um having that confidence and wanting to win um i've i've met boxers before at 2012 2012 games uh, and rio as well and they were just they were just happy to actually be there and they didn't care if they got a medal whereas for me it's not even a it's not just about taking part i want to win not only do i want to win i want to be the best like i want i want i want to get that um best best boxer of the whole tournament you know i'm not i, I don't i don't just aim to you know just play a part and and become a number it's like you you're there you know why not like aim for the best you got you've got to aim aim high You retired in yeah. November 2019, and it was because of an eye injury. Yeah. Um, has that been difficult to deal with because of how much you clearly love boxing, yeah, yeah, clearly you know? love sport, and clearly love competing? Well, like it's not. It hasn't been as hard as everybody thought um, it would be. Like, because I get I get asked this uh, question a lot, but. I was only I was only going to have maybe two or three more fights anyway, so we'd already started the plan for what I was going going to do when I when I finished boxing and or what I wanted to do next. Um, it just so happened that it just happened a little a little bit faster, but I'm I was I was happy with how how my career's been. I retired world champion, which I I wanted to do, um, un, undefeated as well, and. I look back now, and when I sit back, and I'm just like, yeah, I, I can't be, I can't be mad. Like, <laughs> I did it, I did it all. Some, sometimes twice. Like, <laughs> so it really doesn't. You don't. Uh, I think. No, uh, no. I think, I think it's because as well, I'm still around. I'm still around boxing. So like, I'm, I'm here talking on um, to the Olympic Channel about what's going on in the qualifiers and stuff. But I'm, I'm happy to, to sit back. For me now, it's about the next next stage of my career and I'm able to do the things that I always wanted to do but I couldn't do because um, I had the had the boxing I had the training camps and when I'm in camp you know I'm very focused I give a 110 percent to um, whatever I focus my mind to so I, I when I'm when I'm in that mindset uh, everything else you know I, I was offered to um, work on the Black Panther movie you know I had to put that aside as well so you know there was a lot of I had so many opportunities that to do other things and now that, that's a big one to yeah, miss out on yeah. it especially if you like all the music yeah, and stuff exactly. like that yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that like was I'm a bit a, of a wounder yeah like I'm a real big uh, Marvel Marvel movie fan so it was a that was a real tough tough call for me was that one but um, you know but I, I always give 110%. But now, obviously, I have the I have the chance to do everything that I I wanted to do that I couldn't do. So I'm 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 really excited um, about the future now. Do you ever moan about anything? Are yeah, 
I do, I do. And most of the time it's it most of the time it's because so I I've got I've got two dogs, but one of my dogs is very big. He's a um American bully. Um he's only a, a year, two months at the moment, but he's like forty five kilos. And man, the size of his like poo is huge, right? <laughs> it's like literally like I have to get like a shovel sometimes and I'm like when I have to go around the garden and do that, like that it really gets to me. Like, it's so annoying. <laughs> Challenge time. Let's have some fun. We're, I've right. got, I've got, poured you a glass of water here. Okay. okay. And basically, I'm going to gargle the tune to one of your <laughs> Desert yeah. Island disc tunes. Like that. Okay. I have no idea. <laughs> Um, How did you not get that one? It's really good a rendition. Uh, Very accurate. I'll I'll go with in the end. No, like a part though. En- entrance set you free. Oh wow! Oh, that was the high note. <laughs> right, it's your turn. Right, okay. Like, let's let's have a little. What can I do? <laughs> <laughs> I think you did. I think I just by the beat I think that was jamming by Bob Marley. Oh, uh, summer sixteen. Oh, Drake. <laughs> Choose the hardest one. I know. <laughs> Nightmare. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I I know which one I'm gonna do now. One last go. Let's see. Let's. I'm. I'm hopeful of this. <laughs> Is that moment for life, Nicki Minaj? No. <laughs> Bob Marley jamming. That was jamming. Oh, yeah. God, oh. <laughs> I think maybe we just. Uh, we sing we sing the podcast out both trying to do New York New York together then. What do you okay. think about that? All right. lots of smiles and uh, that was ridiculous (laughs) thank you thank you Olympic Channel Podcast big thanks to Nicola that was so much fun she's on Twitter and Instagram as Nicola Adams OBE we are at Olympic Channel across all socials I am at Eddie Knowles with an I and an E Olympic Olympic Channel Channel Podcast. Podcast
we had Olympic champion and boxing legend Vladimir Klitschko on the podcast. Wow. I asked him if he could bring back any fighter from Olympic history, reincarnate them and have them fight at Tokyo 2020. Who would it be? I believe Muhammad Ali needs to come back. If you ask me, let's pretend, yeah. Um, yeah. He, he's the one that got to be well known for for u- unity and peace, and um, he was more known actually for his achievements outside of the ring. What a pleasure it was to speak to Vladimir. There's a link in the episode description for that as well. Remember, if you are enjoying the podcast, give it a five-star rating on your podcast app and write a little review. It really does help us out. Thank you if you've already done that. All right, that's it for now, though. See you soon. Think like an Olympian.